Yo creo que si me conocieras sabrías que la muerte es mi pan y el peligro mi mantequilla. No, el peligro es mi pan y la muerte es mi mantequilla. No, no, espera. El peligro es mi pan, la muerte, no, la muerte. No, perdón, la muerte es... La muerte y el peligro son mis varios panes y mantequilla. California. It was it was quite a whirlwind tour. Can I ask a pointed question? Please. Because I, I had an event on campus recently mm-hmm. and there were some Californians here. And so I, I did not see them. It's a very big state. I, I know they weren't there. Oh, okay. They were here. Oh, okay. But it, it engendered quite a lot of let's do the a Westerner experiences the East Coast yes. versus an Easterner experiences the West Coast okay. kind of commentary. Yeah, yeah. And so since you were an Easterner on the West Coast, mm-hmm. you could balance out there. Because one of these guys, like he's born and bred, he's only lived in L.A. Yeah. So everything was like, what's going on out here kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Okay. So it was. So just to let you know, it was earthquakes 24 hours a day. Didn't <laughs> sure. ground, ground did not stop moving. It was 72 degrees and sunny every single hour of every single day, even at night. Uh-huh. I believe you. Um, there were stars. You were visiting for show past guests. Emily Musa Church. I was visiting front of the show, past guest. And Emily. front of the show, future guest. Josh, Josh Church. Church. Related. Did you get to Oxnard? Nope. Too far. It was too, too in the middle. Uh, I did get down to Mountain View, though, where, where the Google campus is. Yeah. Um, did they track you? Probably. I was, tra- I was helping them. I was just letting them know if yeah. they were right or wrong about stuff. Did you drive? Uh, I drove while, while I was in SoCal. Oh, you didn't drive from no, San Francisco. I took a plane from SFO to LAX. Oh, you could have That's... driven by like Carmel by the Sea and Big Sur. I have been there, but I did not go there this time. Half Moon Bay. Yep, those were things. San Luis Obispo. <laughs> uh, Riverside, where there's no river. Right. Yeah, we That's were, not we, on the coast. We learned that. Uh, I thought I won you over with the just list places part, part of the show. Yeah, no, I'm going to list more places because I was in Culver City. Which is where is that a real city? Live. I thought that was like a studio lot. Nope, it's a real city. Isn't that where Price is Right is? I don't know actually. They didn't say they didn't mention it. Ben and Claire, have you been to California? Nope, never. Only Denver is the furthest west I've been. If you if you had to list a bunch of names though to make it seem like you'd been to California, what would what would you drop in? I would say, they, don't they have like the five or something like that? But that's a highway. Yeah, that that is the highway five. I did drive on the five. What about the one hundred five? And the 405. I drove on the 405. Did you get on the 212? But, ooh, that 405. Ooh. 90210. I drove drove on the PCH. Wait, is 90210 in California? Yeah. Yeah, It has to be the PCH. Did you see Ponch and John? Yep, both of them. And Bonnie? Was she on the show? Yeah, she was the third one. No, was she? (laughs) She's usually back at the station. Oh, okay. What about Burbank? Uh, No. John uh, Wayne, did you fly from SFO to the John Wayne Airport? I, I flew from SFO to LAX. Well, so, um, what are your salient observations? Let's cut to the chase. Oh, finally. Um, you know, you know what? For me, it's what just completely freaks me out is seeing fruit trees, like legit fruit trees, in people's backyards. It's like if I see a lemon hanging from a tree, I'm like, that's not a thing. Right. That's on lemons, the Simpsons. Lemons come real. from the grocery store. Right. <laughs> they don't grow on trees. Uh, and, and so, yeah, there were lemons. There were like oranges, limes limes avocados oh man can you just imagine if you could grow guacamole in your backyard well there's a process in between yeah i know but just usually usually jen makes the the (laughs) guacamole so the really process would be picking it well i can i can keep up with you because when we go to uh, st simon's island down in georgia oh what do they have um, peach trees 
they have peaches and orange trees. They're they're peach trees. You can just get peaches. It's nuts, right? Yeah, they're just on trees. That that doesn't. That's not how it works. And oranges. Just I mean, oranges. I can imagine picking a tomato. Um, I can tell you that my uh, my Californian friend he did make th- three salient observations. One was uh, he couldn't he couldn't uh, accept the the humidity was outstanding. Like you could just you feel the air so much. I think his comment was when he's out east, you just feel the air so much every time you're here. Oh. Mm. It's like you're so aware of it. I don't feel that way. I didn't. I didn't not feel the air while I was there. Uh, the other thing was he couldn't fathom, and I'm, I guess I'm with him. This is more of a Pennsylvania thing than mm-hmm. an East Coast thing. Yeah, it was unable All to the find carbs. He was unable oh. to find beer. Yeah, on a Saturday night, like at a Seven Eleven. Yeah, w- when I was in a Target, it, it it always still is striking to me. Like nowadays, when I see like wine in a Target, that doesn't seem to be a big deal. When I see beer in the coolers, that gets a bigger deal. And when I go around to the other side of the shelf and I see hard alcohol, I'm like, this is. That was, so that's bonkers. how it is in California. It is in California. It's a it's a post apocalyptic hellscape because they sell alcohol at the Target. All types. Oh, everybody just Beer, is wine running around drunk. The other thing is that we have fireflies. No, oh, we do have fireflies. I didn't realize that was a is that an East Coast thing or is it just a not California thing. I didn't notice the lack of fireflies. In well, he California. he noticed I didn't the, notice the lack of, of anything. So to summarize, yeah. hu- humidity. No beer at Seven Eleven, mm-hmm. but that's just Pennsylvania. Not sure. East Coast. Don't tarnish the whole coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and fireflies. So, so I would, if if we could trade, I would trade fireflies for fruit trees, straight up, no yeah. questions asked. Yeah, I'd do that. I would trade the weather for the, the the nice weather for the less nice weather, straight up. I will take. I think the fireflies for the fruit trees. Maybe that's an even trade. You wouldn't have to haggle much. Would Would you but take the weather? Your, what are you doing? You're like, we'll take your nice weather, and you have our shitty weather. And they got earthquakes too. What if what if it was just raining during an earthquake? We have Ooh. hurricanes and floods and I will, blizzards. I will, would I trade an earthquake for a hurricane? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, maybe I would. I don't know. But yeah. definitely the fruit trees for fireflies. I'm, I'm ready to make that happen right now. Okay. Claire, can you call them yeah. about that? Call California. Oh, yeah, definitely. Thanks. I just get that. on there. Get yeah. on their list. I'll put that on my to-do list. Um, We're going to need someone to collect all the fireflies. Do you call them lightning bugs ever? I do. I okay. don't. I don't. Isn't it ironic that the show Firefly was probably shot in California, and yet they had none? Really makes you think. Definition of irony. Really makes you think. (laughs) I would trade movies for our hurricanes. Is that... Claire, add that to the list. Done. Okay. Oh, yeah, our guest is here. Yeah, you don't say. Yeah, (laughs) I can hear that. Okay. Simon, do you want to introduce our guest? We have a guest today. We do. I don't know what episode we're on. 113? 114. 114. I think. So this is episode 114 of Various Breads and Butters. To my... With you as always. With me as always, Ben Brickhouse-Cohen as host. I am his co-host, Simon Portmantonev, out in the studio. We've got the skeleton crew for the summer. We have... Claire Swansong Swanson. And we have our summer producer, Ben Sesame Street Gordon. This is our uh, penultimate episode of the season. Of the season. We've decided to claim that we've always had seasons. We've always had seasons. So this will be the second to last episode of the third season. Yep. So I don't want to get your letters. Where's a new episode? Actually, send me letters anyway. We don't get any letters. Anywho, now that we said that, our very special guest in studio is professor of Africana Studies at Lafayette College, Wendy Wilson-Fall. Wendy, 
How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for being here. Nice to be here. Um, Nice to see you again. You've been away this year. I have. You have. Now you're back. Yeah, is it so? So and you roll right is, into here. She like came from the airport. And that's went right, right into the studio. It's very important. <laughs> so, so this is a time of year for the folks that don't know is June. It's, well, it's June, and it and this is like every all the faculty who've been teaching all year are just so glad that you know they can wind down. It's over. Faculty who have done sabbatical all year, like yourself, this is they're still. It, it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet, though, right? It is bittersweet because now everybody is not teaching. Right, and, and so not only that, advantage. but instead of winding down, you start feeling like you have to start winding up a yep, little bit. Exactly. Yep. So you went from the airport to here, and then from here you go and prepare all your classes and stuff. Where were you during sabbatical? Yeah. Um, I spent the first few months here in Easton, mm-hmm. and then in January I took a group of students to Senegal, and then they came back with our, my co-professor, mm-hmm. Professor Chris Lee, mm-hmm. And I stayed in Senegal and worked on some research projects. And all the students came back? All the students came back. That's good. See, successful. Do you like our interviewing skills where it was as if we didn't know any of that? Uh, None of it. None of it. Um, So where where in Senegal were you? Um, Well, I was in Dakar, Mm -hmm. capital. Yeah, I I was in Dakar, Mm -hmm. and then I visited several markets outside of Dakar, not too far away. Mm -hmm. They were livestock markets. Ooh. So they're called Dadal, and so I went to about five different livestock markets mm-hmm. to talk to um, young herders. Oh, okay. And then I also went to Tiers, mm-hmm. and I went <laughs> to um, San Louis, and I spent some time in a place called Dada Jolof, oh. which is sort of out on the plains where the, no buffaloes roam, but it's cattle so nice. do. It's so nice what, this time of year. What, <laughs> what is the general topography of Senegal? Uh, Senegal is pretty flat. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the beginning of West Africa, right? Mm-hmm. So when you get toward the east of Senegal, that's when you start getting to mountains. Okay. Um, d- uh, Dakar itself is a peninsula mm-hmm. that is almost diamond-shaped with like the one point of the diamond joined to the mainland. Oh, oh okay. That was a very good description. Oh, that's yeah. very good. Um <laughs> So you were talking to herders at markets, and that was part of your research? Yes. Okay, so that's not just a hobby you have. No. You didn't buy any <laughs> livestock at all. Okay. No, okay. no. Okay. Did you want to learn about the livestock or the herders or the land? Um, good question. Uh, focusing on the herders, mm-hmm. but having to learn about the land and the livestock. Yeah. And um, I was looking for a particular age group, so it was really interesting, like younger herders, Yeah. say 18 to maybe 27, something like that. What is it about them that you find particularly interesting? Well, I wanted to know how, how they see the future. They're a new generation. They've mm-hmm. come up with cell phones. Yep. They're, they're more torn than their parents were between the old way of doing things yeah. and new possibilities. Yeah. No, no I think at Senegal, people drink tea mm-hmm. and talk. And heard. And heard. And but heard. then when they stop, Okay. Whether you're in the capital or out of the capital, mm-hmm. people like to sit down and they make tea, mm-hmm. green tea. That's nice. And what, they sit around and, and chat. What is the um, Senegalese main language? Wolof. Wolof. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you, you speak Wolof? Yes. Have you spo- uh, When did you learn to speak Wolof? I really learned it when I went to live there in 1992. Does it have French colonial vestiges well yeah because wolof has become of the urban language and wolof has actually become the lingua franca of senegal mm. so in a way that's really good so people who haven't been to school and don't know french right even if they don't speak wolof that's the next language they're going to try to 
okay. learn. So now it has little bits of English. You know, there's like Deep Wolof mm -hmm. from outside of the capital, and then there's, you know, what they would call Boy Dakar Wolof, which is, uh, you know, the Wolof that has a little bit of French and some English words mm -hmm. yeah. mixed in it. Mm -hmm. The cities actually evolved where Wolof was. Okay. So one of Senegal's first cities, San Louis, mm -hmm. was near an area of Wolof speakers. Okay. And then Dakar also was in an area of Wolof speakers. So Wolof just became more and more mm -hmm. the lingua franca. And so um, just like a lot of other Western, non-Western languages, mm -hmm. and even really among Western languages, people just put the word in. Yeah. With a little accent on mm -hmm. it, you skip the intro questions. Man, you're you're like you're right on me. For, so Wendy, so we so we know where you were recently. Just a, recently, let's go. You're gonna all, pull us all the way back. Let's go all the way back. Whoa. All the way back. So where where were you born? Ben, did you come up with our journey question music yet? And it can't mm. be it can't be journey. It can't I be Cotton Eye Joe. No. Um, I but can. let's. Well, we, <laughs> we can we can decide on this later. So where were you born? Washington D.C. Washington D.C. And how long did you stay there? I stayed there through undergraduate, but I traveled. Um, I started traveling overseas mm -hmm. uh, before then. Okay, and and what what school did you go to for undergraduate? Howard. Howard. Good Howard school. University. Okay, um, and and what what was the what were the reason you were traveling? My father was a foreign student advisor, so I was always around students from different countries, and I grew up with a lot of friends from West Africa. So as soon as I could, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to get to West Africa. Senegal in particular, or? No, at that time, actually I did. I went to um, Liberia, but at that time, uh, before the Civil War, Northern Liberia, right on the border of Guinea. Mm -hmm. So you spent With, some with time Operation there. Crossroads Africa. Okay. And so after undergraduate. You're going to ask what that is? Operation, you don't know what Operation Crossroads, okay, I'll, for, for the listeners, what is Operation Crossroads? It's a Africa? great NGO that allows students to have a sort of a Peace Corps uh, experience, but over a three-month period. Oh, okay. that's cool. After Howard. DC, Howard. Howard. You also have your PhD from Howard. I do. Okay, so you, you stayed there for your graduate work, or did you go somewhere I went somewhere, somewhere and I came Where back. did you go? I went to northern Nigeria. Northern Nigeria. <laughs> now, uh... The university I went to, Amadou Bello University, was in Zaria, mm -hmm. and so I went there. Mm -hmm. But I should say I'm kind of, I'm from this sort of Howard family. Okay. So uh, my older brother didn't go, and I was the only girl. So I ended up in this weird default position where I was the one who should go to Howard. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. So you you said that you knew a lot of people from West Africa when you were growing up in D.C. and that yeah. your dad worked with foreign students yeah that was that the main impulse to travel so much I guess so yeah and uh, because it, it it seemed kind of normal my father traveled and um, my older brother spoke French I spoke some French we went to a lot of we used to go a lot to the embassy of Guinea the embassy of Mali and the embassy of Cameroon one reason was because those ambassadors didn't ha know anyone and they had kids with them so my parents would take us and drop us off at the residence in to DC? play with their kids. Yeah. Do you so? Do you get back to DC a lot? I used to, but mm -hmm. now you know DC has changed so much. Yeah, how, that's what I was going to ask. As how well. so? Oh, it's much, much, much more crowded. Mm, okay. Demographically, it's mm -hmm. changed mm -hmm. in terms of ethnic groups. It's also just got much more of an edge. Yeah. Than when I was growing up, you know, it was still kind of a slow. Mm -hmm. 
uh, town. Yeah. I mean, I still like to go back, and I worked there for a while, but... Um, Where did you work there? I worked at the African Development Foundation, which was a um, congressionally established agency, sort of like USAID, but to specialize in funding smaller projects, so like one million and down. Mm-hmm. And you you would decide which projects, or you would you would help in? Yeah, it, it was very exciting because it was new. Yeah, and um, it was one of those sink or swim. I spent four years doing this, and essentially, you know, we of course we had a program director, mm-hmm. and we had regional areas. Mm-hmm. And um, what you would do is initiate correspondence with people overseas. You would go on a visit to let people know, okay, ADF exists. We have a little bit of money. Then people would send you proposals. We would review the proposals. Then we would go out to look at the projects they were proposing and Mm -hmm. talk to the people. Then come back and defend. Mm -hmm. So you would have to defend it. I personally had to. Got it. And, And I mean... I was really young, and I would just arrive there and stay in this hotel, and all these people would come and wait for me in the lobby with their notebooks, and I would come out and work, you know, until 10 o'clock at night every day, and then we'd hire a car, and out we'd go. Wow. And I had to really fight because people who were working in East Africa Mm -hmm. and Southern Africa had all these literate people, you know, they had... They were so far ahead and so yeah. much easier for people to understand. They were Christian. Mm-hmm. They spoke English. They looked so much more reasonable than the. <laughs> so than if, if the, the, if, if the funding in. is coming from D.C., then they, then then there there might be a bias that that the people that were more like them would you know they yeah they would get the yeah. yeah it was it was uh, I mean it was a great group of sure. people it was just natural people who weren't used to right. working in francophone so countries. So yeah. you had to be their champion to get these. Yes, stuff? yeah, I had to really fight to uh, get my projects funded. Well, so um, did that lead you to your graduate studies? Like, Yes, did, yes. And what did you focus on? What was your graduate work about? My graduate work was about natural resource management in a Fulani community and how it was tied to social rank. So um, I looked at former slave communities, um, people who were of lower status, mm-hmm. nobles, and their farming habits who had access to what, both in terms of land and the tools that they got to use mm-hmm. and who got to talk to the project people when they came to town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that was really interesting. That was in Western Niger. Quite of a degree of language skills. Yes. Okay, so, so let's list them. Which are the languages that you... I speak English. Very well, <laughs> may <laughs> I say. English. Yes. French. French. I speak fair Spanish okay. because I don't practice it. You have to list these in its native language. Oh. Hablo también el español, pero yo no practico mucho. And then I think the next one would be Wolof. Okay. So how how, how does someone who speaks Wolof say Wolof? Is it Well, man, de ma bugo wah Olof Olofle. Wow. Okay, sounds good. I said, if you like, you could speak Wolof. Wolof is if, what it is. Uh, okay, so so what did and uh, Fulani? Fulani, okay. Where do they speak Fulani? They speak Fulani all across West Africa. Okay, okay. It's a very structured language. Five classes. Mm-hmm. So I guess because it's so um, structured, it survives yeah. against other languages. So Johnny, how Johnny me why we me hard pull out a set? I'm a 
So me jod in Niger, well me jod in Senegal, me mawi wall will go polar buri. Ama jod me mi warti America. What is, oh, I don't know why I'm so impressed, but I'm, I'm very impressed. What, I think what it was something you, about Various Bread and Butters. Yeah. The number one show oh, in it, all of Easton. It might be the number one show in West Africa now. So I said, well, you know, there are different kinds of Fulani. Fulani I could speak the one from Niger, the one from Senegal, and uh, when I'm there, I speak it better. But now I've come back to the state, so well. How did wait, you? wait, so, so, so just those ones then? Oh, no, in Arabic. Oh, of course. Okay. Uh, but What does that mean? I only speak it just poorly, just barely if, fair. If um, we're if um, we're the baseline, yeah. Um, there you go. <laughs> and now that's it. No. What's more? Come on, bring keep, Malagasy. Keep no, you know I don't speak Malagasy. It's terrible. You I know, should, that's the one language I should speak. Ben and I, I both speak. Ben and I both speak Malagasy. Yeah, but that's we so I weird. Don't embarrass you. We don't want to yes, embarrass you. Thank you. I no appreciate problem. that. No problem. But I speak Jerma, uh, which is like Songhai, Matarango, Matarangkani. I go, I go by Kaina Where is that spoken? Mali and Niger. Mali and Niger. And last but not least, Hausa. What's Hausa? Hausa is a language in Niger, Cameroon, northern Nigeria, a little bit to the east in Sudan. Yeah. Man, wow. Um, so tell me how you how does uh, Madagascar start to fit in? Well, Madagascar, my mother's family descend from an immigrant from Madagascar who came around the middle of the 19th century. My grandfather uh, wrote the story down as he knew it. Mm -hmm. Did you go to Madagascar? I did. I guess the first time I went to Madagascar, the first time I went to Madagascar, I was in Kenya working for ADF. And then I used my own money to buy a ticket. And I had my son with me, who at that time was like two years old. And then the two of us went to Madagascar together. We have some students, we have a program in Madagascar yeah. here. Is that because of you? No, no, that's because of David Stifel and a really fabulous huh. initiative. The program his. is called LINE. Is yeah. that true? Yeah, what yeah. does that stand for? Lafayette in, in Madagascar. Madagascar. Education. Everywhere. Education. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Lafayette <laughs> Initiative for Malagasy Education. Okay, that's we're, right. We're pretty Thank good. You. We're pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah. Now, what can we learn about the Malagasy from your book? Well, what you could learn about the Malagasy from my book is, Which is called Memories of Madagascar and Slavery in the Black Atlantic. Well, the thing that's uh, about Madagascar is that just like other parts of the coasts of, of Africa, it has a very cosmopolitan history. So very early on, pirates were in Madagascar in the early 1700s and late 1600s. So most slavery from Madagascar mostly was to South Africa. Okay. For obvious reasons, a lot closer. Yeah. And then later on in the 19th century, it was to Mauritius and Réunion in the Indian Ocean. Okay. But for two short periods, people from America were allowed to import labor from Madagascar. And it's really tied to the Boston Tea Party story. Basically, the British didn't want the American upstarts in the Indian Ocean trying to get anything. Mm -hmm. And there were just two periods in the 
end of the 17th century and the middle of the 18th century where they got enough lobbying and so forth to have these two little windows where they brought people. Wow. It's, there's a lot of hanky-panky, a lot of stories in the book about how uh, some people were accused of trading with pirates when they went to get the slaves from Madagascar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it's interesting. The people who came from Madagascar in that period all arrived within a very short time period, relatively speaking, compared mm-hmm. to the people who came from West and West Central Africa who make up the bulk of the mm-hmm. foundation of the black American mm-hmm. population. So for example, in in that period, you had something like, um, I think it comes to almost 20% of the existing slave population was people from Madagascar. Wow. Because something like, for example, 1,400 people came into Virginia mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. 1712 and 1719. Well, how, how many people were in Virginia in the first place, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that time, so the book was about me trying to figure out whether there was any substance, any material substance to stories people had about saying they were descended from somebody from Madagascar. Interesting. I think the Malagasy are, I don't want to step on any toes, but I think the Malagasy are kind of like the Ethiopians. Mm -hmm. They feel like they're related to Africa, but they're not Africans like the rest of Africans. In the case of the Malagasy, it's because that population uh, is created from the beginning with um, uh, migrants, uh, sailors from Indonesia. Oh, okay. And Africans from the East Coast who uh, blended and created the Malagasy people. And their language is actually Austronesian. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they always They're, felt different, and that's one of the things that passed down. Even if people didn't even know what they were talking about yeah. anymore, they remembered yeah. somebody insisting, well, we are different. Interesting. Well, there's definitely that. I mean, at least for the Ethiopians that go here, there's definitely a specific Ethiopian pride that's a lot different than the African pride of the mm-hmm. Muslims mm-hmm. that go here. Yeah. Do, yeah. We, ha- do we have, um, how many Malagasy or an, and Ethiopian students do we have? Do I we don't know? know, but I think of Malagasy students, we must have about four or five, I believe mm-hmm. now. And I think two graduated or one yes, graduated? Yes, two graduated, yeah. Ben, do you have friends from Ethiopia? Yeah, and I mean, they're, um, they're Ethiopian immigrants too that are, that are uh, that live in America that also go here and that have friends from back home. Oh, cool. Uh, and like I have one friend from back home who we totally viewed as Ethiopian. We didn't mm-hmm. really view as African in the same way. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. I'm just proud of you, Simon. You made it through the whole Madagascar thing without one animated movie reference. I, I <laughs> that would have been disrespectful. I have you not didn't seen. Do it. I have not seen any of those movies. He out struggles of, with out that. of respect. I like somehow. to move it. Move it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to comment. Not not helpful. Uh-huh. Before you were at Lafayette, you were at Akron. That's right. And were you? Did you start at Akron? You were there for a while, right? Yes, I was there for a while. I was I, there for By the way, I hope years. so because it's the basis for the quiz later. So let's <laughs> talk. Let's make Akron a little more central. Okay. Or we have to say Kent, though, not Akron. Oh, I'm sorry. Kent. Okay. That's where my dad went. No. Kent State. Kent State. Kent. Yeah. Kent. Did you, from Howard, did you go to Kent? No. From Howard, after I left, I did my field work in Niger. And when I came back, I decided to do some applied anthropology for a while. So I worked for some consulting agencies and traveled doing work with those agencies. Mm -hmm. And then I worked at uh, uh, University of Maryland, Baltimore County for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And then I went back overseas. Yeah. 
And then you went to Kent. And then I went to Kent. Got it. And then you came to Lafayette when? I came to Lafayette in 2012. Right. But I think as Simon knows, mm-hmm, having, I do. Been, having been in all these places makes one think of all the various ages that you used to be. Yes. Three of which include the ages of 10, yep. 20, and uh, 30. Uh, Excellent yeah. segue. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We Excellent. For, we forgot about the old segue workshop. Yeah, I know. I know. We got we to re-up. Yeah, we got to re-up. I think we can do it online. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get a we'll get a printable certificate. It's a webinar. Mm-hmm. Um, Wendy, I want to ask you about your musical preferences at three ages. Okay. 10, 20, and 30, the mm-hmm. aforementioned ones. Right. And so at 10, you were in D.C. It's D.C. It wasn't Fugazi. You were right. So they were a D.C.-based. Yeah. So by the I would have to say it was uh, James Brown. Okay. And a group called Bembea Jazz. Ooh, it was Jazz. a dance orchestra from Guinea that was really, yeah. really popular. Might uh, I ask if that changed when you were 20? It did. And... You'll see this continued sort of bifurcation mm-hmm. of my interests. So I was in college, and I was a little bit ahead of myself mm-hmm. with older students or whatever. Okay. So I like John Coltrane, okay. Miles Davis, Chicago. Yes, right. The I'm, Temptations, mm-hmm. the Doobie Brothers. All good. Eric Dolphy, mm-hmm. OK Jazz from Congo, and Fela Ransom Kuti. Now we're from Nigeria. Afrobeat. Okay. Ben, you like that too? Yeah, I love I I love him. He's got a great drummer, Tony Allen, who oh, is still making music. There you go. This guy's age eighty. Yeah. Call him Encyclopedia Gordon here. Yeah. <laughs> he was and awesome, so, fella. And so you guys, so you and your fellow students were enjoying much of this music. If you, yes. If somebody put you on the spot and you said, "But of all that, what was your favorite?" Ah, that's really almost impossible. It's impossible, it's impossible. Simon. People Stop are listening. Impossible questions. Yeah, if if Peter <laughs> if Peter Cetera is listening right now, he's going to be disappointed if you don't say Chicago. <laughs> I understand this. Prefer his solo work. Yeah, oh, absolutely, of course. Okay, so where were you at thirty? Thirty part thirty was when I was working for the African Development Foundation. Mm-hmm. So I was like forty percent of the time in West Africa. Okay, and sixty percent of the time. In Washington. in Washington, okay, and my music tastes reflect that. So, sure. I think I would put Steely Dan in there. Yes, um, Bembea Jazz again. Mm-hmm. Tina oh, Marie, Sade, Bob Marley, Um Kalsum, which was an Egyptian singer. Oh wow! Um, Renee and Angela, who I had to look up to remember what they were called, but mm-hmm. they were called Renee and Roy Ayers. So you you really I mean it really is a bifurcation. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah. You're just trying to make me feel better. That's a really good question that tells us about the people and helps draw out their biographical depth. <laughs> I th- just by chance. Just by chance in this situation. Question. I know it's a good question. It's a fantastic. You don't have question. to tell me. It's great. Yeah, you're great. <laughs> Speaking mm-hmm. of great questions. Oh no. I think we should do a quiz. This is that was a bad segue. Uh, There's uh, a quiz on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. As we um, all know. As we all know, it is a uh, here are the here are the basics of it. It's a challenging. B, well thought out, mm-hmm. and C, neither of those two. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, this is the real or not quiz. What mm-hmm. we do is I'll ask something we have to say if this is a real or not. And in this case, it's are these things really from Akron or not? So okay. what happens is I'll, I'll ask the first one, which is the mic check question. Simon mm-hmm. answers first. Yes. Real or not? Real or not. Claire, you ready, Claire? Yep. She's ready. There's one song Swanson's mm-hmm. going to answer as the intern, Ben mm-hmm. uh, Encyclopedia Gordon as our producer is going to answer, <laughs> yep. and then you can answer last. Mm-hmm. And so you have the advantage. Yep. Uh, so I, on the list, like I didn't have, um, like of course my aunt Doreen and Uncle Hyde, they're from Akron. 
Well, we know why, that now. Which is why my dad went to <laughs> Kent State. Yeah, sure, sure. So we don't have to worry about that one. We don't, no. That's not even the mic check question. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. the first one, the mic check question. LeBron James, from Akron or not? Wait a second. I mean, he's not, uh, yeah, wait a second. I mean, I, I know I, he plays for Cleveland, but I guess. You don't know where LeBron's from? I think, yeah, I think he's probably from Akron. What do you think, Claire? Do you think because it's the mic check question? Yeah, well, but 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 it could have been, no, he's clearly from Cleveland, another city in Ohio. But yes, he's from Akron. What do we think, Claire? Yes. Okay, Ben. He is from Akron. He is from Akron. Thank you, Wendy. Yes, he's from Akron. He's I've from actually Akron. gone past his childhood home. Whoa. Someone pointed it out to me. Very nice. Is it, is it just like a regular home? Yeah, it's in oh, Akron. Yeah. <laughs> it's very tall. <laughs> yeah, it's super. The doors are really high. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, so apparently everybody but Simon understands the game. I understand it. I just was, I didn't realize yes was the answer to that question. Like if you said, it, is LeBron from Mars? I would have said, definitely not. No humans have ever right. been to Mars. That you've never played the quiz before. That I know of. Oh, yeah. okay. Michelle's going to yell at you for this. Maybe. All right, the next one is Steph Curry from Akron. Is Steph Curry from Akron? Another basketball player plays for the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, so you assume he's from. I assume he's California. from the Golden State. I think that's how that's how sports works. You have to play for the team of the place you were born in. Um, I will say no. I think he's from the Golden State. What do you think, Claire? I'll say yes. And Ben, raised in Charlotte, born in Akron, and that's not a Google. Wow. What do you think? Wow. What do you think? What do you think? That sounds Wendy? correct. To that me. does sound Boy, correct. Boy, he was so certain. He was. Why are you so wait? How did wait. you know that? You're right. Is, is the answer? Yeah, why he's, do you why do you know the that? Charlotte part was yeah. impressive well, because he knows his dad. Yeah, his dad played in Charlotte and he's well, always linked to Where Charlotte. did his dad go to college? I mean, I'm going to have to assume Akron. How about David Virginia Tech? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Virginia Tech. But, oh, why but, was he but born Steph Curry in went to Davidson. Though, right, didn't he? Yeah, Steph Curry did. Yeah. That's near Charlotte. Yeah, but uh, so Del Curry is the Hokies' greatest basketball graduate. Why was Steph Curry born in Akron? Why I, was he born in Akron? I, I knew yeah, he just, was. I just don't know why. They were just, pass, they were just passing through. <laughs> How many links you want me to click on? I don't, I don't know. know. We don't. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe out of postdoc. Yeah. But you know what? Do a Google search. Why was Steph Curry born in Akron? <laughs> right. Yeah. Phrase it why? that way. Why? why? Yeah. Seven okay. months after his father, former oh, NBA player, had been traded by the Utah Jazz to the Cavaliers. In Cleveland, yeah, yeah but he was still, born in Akron. That was in 1988. Why would he? I mean, there's a whole Cuyahoga Valley National Park is between Cleveland and Akron. Would you like yeah, to, but it's more pleasant oh, to okay. be in Akron. It's yeah. more family. Why do you think my aunt and uncle High lived there? No, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, the Sorry. next question. Uh, Rami Malek. Oh, from uh, from uh, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. Rami Malek. Also, uh, to star in the new uh, movie about biopic about Queen, He's an actor called. Bohemian Rhapsody. Is he now? Uh, yes. Was he in Knights of the Night at the Museum too? I don't know. Yes, oh, he was. I love that movie. Yeah, it was good. Did um, he play the Egyptian prince in Night at the Museum? Yes. All right. And he, was he from Akron? Oh, I thought I thought I answered Uh-oh. enough questions about him. To not <laughs> Simon, <laughs> real or not, this is a real fact. Um, no, he was not. He's not from Akron, Claire. He's from Akron. He is from Akron. I don't know. Ben, don't I, stay I confident. I thought he was British. But oh, interesting. Oh. So I'm going to go with no. He was born in Britain. What do you think, Wendy? I don't think he was born in Akron, maybe Detroit, but mm. otherwise Britain. He's, he's born in L.A. Born in L.A. Yep. But, oh. but no Akron connection. That's a, the, nothing. Nothing. Mr. Robot takes place in New York. He just came up. Queen maybe played in Akron. I, I have think. another question, though. Okay. Half of you did well on that. Yeah. Uh, Devo, the band Devo. 
Devo. Devo. What is your angle here? <laughs> That's just all it. of that. Now, do all of them have to be born in Akron? Yeah. Is Devo from Akron or not? Or, like, oh, did, was were it they formed? formed? Thank you, Claire. Thank hmm. you, Claire. I'm going to say it's both. Wow. Is the question. Okay, I'm going to say no then, because I, th- to get all of that, to have them born. How many people do you think are in Devo? There's like three. They wear those huh. red hats. They must whip it. Mark what do you think, ball. Claire? Okay, is it a two-part question, or is it... No, just nope. the one. Just okay. Devo. Just the all one. must be true. The guys from Devo. The guys from Devo. They might be from Okay, Akron. they... Yes, they were all born in Akron mm-hmm. and formed in Akron. Wow. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's a lot. What do you think, Ben? what ben? do you think? I'm, I'm going to say yes. Okay, what do you think, Wendy? Yes. Wendy feels yes, and Simon, you're the only one who's wrong. Well, but, okay. They are from, they are from Akron, so, all of them. So they might not have tra- taken a trip to, I don't Norton or Barberton, and maybe formed it there. <laughs> and then Barberton back. is like somebody's excited to have their seven Google map miles <laughs> away yeah, from Simon just cheating with Akron. Google map. Yeah, I'm not, the Google Akron. map's not going to tell you. I'm Barberton really is still Akron. I'm really good at at, at, at just the geography. Akron greater maybe greater Akron. To, hey, you know, there's a Doylestown in Easton in Ohio, right? You know, close to each other. That's I mean, I just, I just, I'm just saying that. Not we've lost him. He's just <laughs> lost in the Google Maps. Just love my maps. <laughs> I have okay. another question. Yeah. Is this real or not? Was is Brie Larson the actress? Brie Larson. Akron? Now uh, they're getting to be hard hitting questions. Brie Larson is going to be Captain Marvel. I knew you'd like that. Marvel films, but what do they all have to do with each other? I'll say yes because the other ones have been yes, Claire. I'm a, yeah. And, yes. And yes. Ben. What do we think about Brie Larson? I think she's a very talented. Actress. I mean, very talented. I hope she's going to be a great Captain Marvel. Brie Larson sounds like a, a person from Ohio, and I, I've gotten all of them right, so I, I feel like there's a lot at stake. I'm going to say yes. There is a lot at stake. I mean, that's true. Not what do you sure. Think, per- maybe from Ohio. I don't know, but not Akron. Was she named after the cheese? I think it's Larson spelled cheese? B-R-I-E. <laughs> yeah, that's what? <laughs> what? What's Larson cheese? Huh, good one. <laughs> I think, but I think it is spelled like the cheese. She's not from there. Wendy was right. Oh, where is she she's from? from? She's from uh, Sacramento, just like Greta Gerwig. What are you? What the is Golden your State. Ang- what is your angle? I don't oh. know, but both Brie Larson and Rami so, Malek. I'm so annoyed right now. Excellent movie, Short Term Twelve. They're both oh, in that. that's it. Somebody I'm saw not, Short Term Twelve. That is a good movie. Annoyed. I've seen that movie. That's a very good movie. It's I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna watch it just out of spite. All right, now they start to get <laughs> difficult. Uh-oh. Are you ready for oh, the second phase here? Yeah. Those were just all warm-up easy-peasies. Oh, God. Uh, how about uh, Lakeith Stanfield? Lakeith Stanfield. Yep. Now you don't know what to do. Lakeith. Extremely talented actor. He should get an Academy Award for everything that guy's in. Should he? Yeah. Okay. He's uh, in Get Out. He's in. Uh, he's on Atlanta. Okay. Guess what else he's in? I like it. Short Term 12. Short Term 12. Um, Lakeith Stanton. Stanton? Stanfield. Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield. One of my favorite actors. <laughs> he, do you even know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I do now. Um, he was not born in Ak- Akron. I think he is from Fresno. What do you think, Claire? Fresno. Um, Fresno, yes. <laughs> He's from Atlanta. Oh, good one. Uh, what do you think, Ben? Hotlanta. Oh, I guess I'll go with yes, but I don't really feel that convinced. Okay. You okay. were so concerned before about holding up your streak, and now yeah. you're just like, I don't know. You just give it all up. What do you think? I don't know. Maybe Atlanta. So that's a no to Akron. That's a no to Akron. No to Akron, yeah. That's correct. It's a no. He's from San Bernardino. San Bernardino. I said Fresno, which is very close to San Bernardino, probably. It's (laughs) in the same state. You're still wrong. Okay. No, I was right. (laughs) You're right. He's not from Akron. But he is in short term 12. 
All right. Speaking of the soundtrack from Short Term 12. Uh, Chrissy Hind of The Pretenders. Chrissy Hind. That sounds about right. Yeah, it Chrissy does. Hind? Sure. She was from Akron. Sure sounds right. She's Start know, Google mapping it. It's going to have her home. I feel like she's Cuyahoga. from Akron. Yeah. <laughs> That's a R.E.M. song, I think. I'm sure it is. Uh, yeah. Let's go with she is from 100% Akron. What do you think, Claire? Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Ben? I, I feel like she's from Cleveland. That's just like a <laughs> gut. Mm-hmm. And Do you feel like this is close enough to count, though? No, I don't think Cleveland and Akron are close enough to count. You don't I, think she's from Strongsville? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> or Medina? I mean, I thought Cleveland and Akron would be close enough to count until I visited my uncle in Shaker Heights. Listen, and it's just not. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'll give you Richfield, maybe. I, maybe I'll give you Bath or Melrose Ghent. Maybe Fairlawn. I'll go as far as Maple Heights, <laughs> we, but we're not going to do Cleveland. You are really uh, providing an homage to my own pre-banter discussion topic of listing places. Exactly. Very it's good. Just, it's all connected. Uh, Wendy, Wendy, what do you think? Chrissy Hind of The Pretenders. Akron-born? Depends how big you define it. Do we get an answer here, or we're stalling? Well, know. sort of stalling. The answer is yes. She's from Akron. She's from Akron, but where is she exactly from? Akron. Okay, so so, the, dead, so dead center of town. She was born at the post office. <laughs> I'm sorry, Akron city limits. Okay, what do you want? We have to get neighborhood specific. Yeah, she's from the northeast part. Okay, Tire City. Tire City. All right, oh, just two more yeah. easy yeah. ones. The last two are the easiest ones. You, Benjamin Franklin Goodrich. Tires. Then yes, Claire. Good year. Yes. Goodrich. Not good year. Uh oh. Sounds like a candy bar. Ben. Charles Goodyear is not Benjamin Franklin Goodrich. Still. Akron. How 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 many goods can there be? What do you think, Ben? No. Wendy? Yes. Yes. Yes, of course. All is tires, tire and rubber yeah. and tires. That's, that's so rubber. many that's tires. That's Tire what? Town in Akron. Is that what it's called? No, I just said that. It should <laughs> be called Tire Town. So if if the mayor of Akron wants to email us, you we think will. They haven't thought of this. Well, no. I don't, Firestone in Goodrich, but that's not right. Goodyear. No, Goodyear's the one who first vulcanized rubber. I want to Goodrich uh, licensed the product right. process. I want to start a campaign to get Wendy the key to the city of Akron because <laughs> she came up with Tire Town <laughs> on I the have, show. I have one more for the quiz. Okay, and then we're gonna tally up the score and see who wins the prize. Wow, Stephanie Beatrice. The actress, Beatrice, yeah, on the recently canceled and then renewed Brooklyn Nine Nine. Stephanie oh, Beatrice, oh, Stephanie Beatrice, <laughs> with a Z, right? It's a Z, with a Beatrice. Um, actress. she looks Rosa Diaz. like Rosa Diaz. She, they don't. They want to say she looks like she's from Akron. I don't know. I don't know what people look like from Akron. They probably look a lot, a lot of different. You're ways. not doing well at the quiz. Uh, I'm not. So, so I, you know, I'm going to go against my gut. You're just I'm so obsessed say with the map. She's is from Akron. Claire. I think she's not from Akron. Okay. Why do you think that, Claire? Um, I there's no reason. <laughs> I have seen one episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine, oh, and I don't on. know which one she is. Just watch it. Rosa she's, Diaz. She's tough as nails. She's the hard-hitting, tough as nails de- uh, sergeant, detective, mm-hmm. police officer. Yep. Neither of those <laughs> things. And you should watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. Ben, what do you think? Tuesdays at eight. Yep. I'm going to say no, but this is the last question on the quiz. Yep. Yes. Well, you've missed one of the most famous people from Akron. Well, we'll, we'll go we'll into get to that. We'll it. go into that. Yes. I mentioned Aunt Doreen already. Uh, so, wait, what did what, what did you say about... <laughs> she's, about? she's passed. I said no. She said no. And Wendy, Stephanie Beatriz. No. 
No, she's from Argentina, people. Argentina. But she oh, was in Short Term 12 also. Was she? She was a star-studded film. Uh, yeah. Lots of great actors. I didn't even name all of them. Huh. I don't know she was from there, from Argentina. That's yeah. cool. That's kind of neat. Uh, ben, what is your comment on what was missing from the quiz? Um, Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob. Not Sponge. Not Sponge. <laughs> oh, if his first name was Sponge, that would be good. Dr. Bob. Who's uh, Dr. Bob? Who Dr. are we Bob talking about? Dr. Bob is one of the co-founders of Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh, oh, interesting. From Akron. And Ben, how did you know this? Yes. Um, well, I did visit the uh, the Dr. Bob's house museum in Akron when I was there two weeks ago. No way. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Huh. So this oh. quiz was really for you. Yes. All right. I ran the scores, and I think, Wendy, you actually won. No way. Yep. You get stickers. Yes. And you get free tickets to the Edwin J. Thomas Performing Arts Hall show of the year. I have to say, I feel guilty because I didn't mention Country Joe and the Fish. Oh, well, that's too bad. It's too late. We couldn't fit them in between 20 and 30. We don't have the room. We do not have the room for it. You know, both Country Joe and the Fish are going to be disappointed in you. (laughs) They are no longer friends of the show. Mm Mm-hmm. We were really trying to cultivate that. Was Ape a go to the fish? Yeah. Okay. He's dead, right? I think at this point, yes, he is. I think so. I think now. May rest in peace. Do Um, you, uh, Simon, I have a question for you. Oh, yes. Do you have a question? I do have a question, question. Wendy, for you. And the question is, which day do you prefer, Friday or Sunday? Those are your only two choices. Only two choices. Friday. Friday. Now, have you always preferred Friday? I think so. Okay. So even so you're working on Fridays? You 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 walk you, us through it. Walk us oh, through it. You oh, work Fridays on Fridays, you don't work on Sundays. It's an anticipatory state, mm-hmm. right? Looking it's ahead both an to the ending weekend. and a beginning. Mm-hmm. And so why is not that, why doesn't that count for Sunday? What's yeah. Sunday's an ending and a Sunday beginning? Sunday is like denouement. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what you have to do tomorrow. Exactly. You Can't have you to live do in the moment? Monday. But Sunday you have Sunday. True. Ben's not really arguing for this. He's also a Friday person. Oh, yeah. but, but devil's and advocacy. Devil's advocacy. Yeah, and you don't get the same circulation. Mm-hmm. You don't move around as much on I, Sunday. I get it. We There's both get it. You're preaching to the choir. So I got another question for you. What's that? Do you have another question? I do have another question. <laughs> How do you feel about black licorice? I'm not much of a black Good. licorice, even Good. red licorice person. Oh, we we, we didn't ask about track. red. We didn't ask about red licorice. Oh yeah, no, that I'm not a black licorice black. person. Listeners will be excited to to hear the data confirmed. Data we have a long-standing good. correlation. Friday people don't like black licorice. Oh really? Sunday yeah. people do. That's how, that's how you know in your heart what you how, actually are. That's how we know that you're correct. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you gave the right answer. You gave the right answer. Thank you. For we that. didn't mean it as an additional quiz, but <laughs> it was in yeah. the past. <laughs> Um, well, Wendy, thank you for being on. Uh, you can hear more of us at uh, if you follow us on Twitter at some later date. You can follow us on Facebook. Um, you can email us at variesbreadsandbuttergmail.com. Um, Once again, with our apologies about the mailbag, we'll see if we can we'll get to try some of that and fit soon. it in. Fit it in next time. Um, Wendy, thanks a lot for coming here. Thanks so much for having me. Thank okay. you, Wendy. Thank you. Headphones off. Sam doesn't understand that it's round on the outside and high in the middle. <laughs> I don't think that's actually it. That's what they say. Is that, did they name it? For, did Ohio. they name it thusly? That's you spell Ohio. Oh, I see. That is. Boy, you have not spent any time here. Are there, are there countries in Africa that you haven't been to that you want to go to? Yes. I haven't how been can, to Tunisia. How can one person know so much about so many places? Tunisia. I don't know, but it might contribute to forgetfulness from time to time. <laughs>
do do and, and, and I, Congo. I well, I actually was in Kinshasa overnight once and walked around the market. That, that, that counts. Um, and and you know, you were mentioning about how like Ethiopia and and maybe Madagascar don't consider themselves truly Africa. Yeah. That's is that the same thing for like Morocco and Algeria and Egypt? Oh, well, they're special case. Yeah, they're they're they're, more, they're so torn. Yeah, you know, they're just in the middle. Yeah. They're in the middle in every way you can think of it. Yeah. They're in the middle in relation to the Mediterranean, mm-hmm. if not have a complex about it. Yeah. Right? So they're Arabs, but they're North Africans. Mm-hmm. But if they're in the suburbs of Paris, they're going to be Africans with the other Africans. Yes. If they're at Howard University or American University, they might be more African. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of the situation. But then again, they might... Like the Egyptians used to kill me. The Egyptians, they would say, Oriental. We're Oriental. <laughs> this is a way to just sort of make them special and different. You know, they yeah. would say they're Oriental. Yeah. Maybe it came with the Turkish. Sure, sure. So they're wavered. Yeah. You know, but I think it's, um, it's interesting. Africa is a place where people talk about difference a lot. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of mixture and... Well, yeah. Back and forth. How many natural barriers are there to migration? So, like, the good desert question. is probably a good, a pretty... Actually, it wasn't. It That's, wasn't. No, in fact, okay. the, the desert was a big place of migration oh, until okay. recently. I didn't know that. So, the, the desert didn't really start drying up until 500 AD. Oh, wow. It's really exciting research. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't do it. I wish I did it, but there's so much history and archaeology that's going on mm-hmm. of movement acro- in, in the when the desert was smaller and also I was involved in a project about uh, called Sahara Crossroads mm-hmm. and I realized that the way we look at the desert is really different because for North Africans when they look at the desert they're looking at oases so it never looks like it's you can't go through it mm-hmm. because their head is a map of like these stations all the way down and there are there are oases within yeah it's the really yeah that's interesting mountainous stuff starts in east, oh. in, in east africa oh niger niger the mountains that go up to algeria uh, i think oh. i've mentioned this on air before like my first my first memory of a sarcastic comment was like third grade when we were doing like major exports of countries Mm-hmm. And the teacher asked, like, Ivory Coast, major exports. <laughs> and I insisted that it was soap. <laughs> ivory soap, why not? But you were kind of close, it was ivory. I mean, I can read. I want to I make that clear to our audience. It has come up. 